Welcome to the Assert Show of Entrepreneurship in Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our tunnel is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Christina Oberg. She's from the Karlstad University and the Ratios Institute in Sweden. She published an article entitled The Matter of Locality, Family Firms in Sparsely Populated Regions. It has been published in the volume 33, number 7 and 8 in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Tiller and Francis. She co-authored this paper with Ellen Lundberg. Christina, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer with your paper? Yes, so th there is quite a lot of research on family firms that tells that family firms are different to what we would call traditional firms. Uh, they often base their business on traditions, family values, all these kind of things. Um, and they are they also carry a strong citizenship to the regions where they are located so that is something that we know on the one hand and on the other hand we have the sparsely populated regions these regions that we are often located far away i mean from my vision it's the northern part of sweden where it's sort of mountains and you may come across one or two people but you often don't do that and um, and these regions are normally then very dependent on the companies that work there or, or have their businesses there um but they're also marked by high unemployment rates having the wrong competences compared to what is needed if there are firms around uh, and so on and so forth and these things we know but and what we try to do in the paper is to bring those together to then say that it's not a dependency of a family firm um, on its local context or it's not the the region being dependent on the firms within it but there's an interdependence going on here uh, between the two and we have a study, well, it's family firms in the northern part of Sweden that is, is the empirics of the paper. What are the main contributions of your paper? I would say that it is to, to see how these firms, family firms engage with such a region. And the most surprising thing that we tease out from the empirics here is that it's not those that are the strongest based on what we would call family traditions as such that help the regions the most, but it's those that are more expansive, that take on a citizenship that expands beyond what you would expect even from the family firms. So, so it's sort of something here that, yeah, we would expect some sort of engagement between the two, but it's actually those being uh, the least probable to do so that engages the strongest. Uh, I would say that that's one of the key things that we figure out from the paper. What was for you the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? Uh, um, I mean, I'm an empirical researcher with, with sort of a case study background, and this is based on five case studies. And uh, as 
a main opportunity with case studies is obviously that you can find things that you didn't look for. And uh, we, we sort of had the connections to these firms and uh, that then started to elaborating on what we could do with that material. So, so it's, it's often that you start from the end and then you try to figure out theoretically how should we position this. So, so I think that's, that's a main issue perhaps that we have when you write such a paper. During your research journey, what was the biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive result? You already introduced one counterintuitive result, but maybe something which was like bigger surprise. Bigger surprises. Um, oh, what should I say here? Uh, again, again I, I, I keep with that it's sort of... Um, the expected sort of citizenships for sure and, and the expected region being dependent on that, but also how then some of the family firms took on to not only make the region as such or themselves as such attractive to others, but, but sort of trying to get companies around them to become attractive as well. So it, it's sort of, it's the citizenship that moves beyond the firm as such, or the family as such. That's sort of the, the one of the key points here. What are the main implications for uh, of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, family business, uh, practitioners in general? Uh, I mean, we have two sides of that story, obviously, because we, we both have the policy side and, and how... Um, you often support, tend to support from governments and so on these specific areas, the sparsely populated areas, and, and how it may be a need to create help for self-help in a sense, rather than, than uh, just trying to, to bring anything there and, and recognizing this sort of citizenship again that the, the firms there may feel for it. Uh, as for the firms, it's a matter of thinking about what the context, the local context means to them. And we have examples in the paper of firms being much that, yeah, we need to be located in dispersely populated area because that's sort of part of our image up until it's the heritage of our fathers or for that matter, we were very much engaged in, in what goes on in the local community. And I think to, to get those things and to, to obviously yeah, consider location and relocation from, from both a societal point of view and from a company point of view. Okay, thanks a lot, Christina, for participating to our show and uh, to take part of this special issue on locality and internationalization of family firms. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.crd.com and on the main podcast platform.